now I've got my podcast face on. Um, what we should say is after the week we've had, um, please check out our Patreon. Mm-hmm. And, uh, <laughs> wow, no, no hesitation. So, this is your idea. We've promised Dan Tripp that we were going to get this in early and not forget about it. So, I'm doing True. it now before go I forget on, go about on. it. Yeah. Um, I am chief capitalist of the uh, Push the Boat podcast. <laughs> so he's such a taskmaster as well. So yeah. what I we should very, say yeah. is, um, yeah, please check out our Patreon if you would like to. Um, they get benefits such as uh, playsets of Herald of Rebirth. So mm. that's just the we've most got recent. Thing. We've got some yeah. spares, haven't we? Uh, not many. Not many. Not many. Like, all and we are <laughs> we are going to be doing a bit of a, a play mat raffle for patrons so um, yeah I th- there's no there's still time to jump in for that isn't there yeah there's still time. oh yes all right awesome um are we we haven't uh discussed the date of when we're going to do this are we going to do one we're we going to do one tonight um, no. <laughs> <laughs> this is usually something that I should be worried about, and I'm set myself up here. But okay, we'll do it another time. <laughs> yeah, well, we want to give people a chance to join potentially as patrons, so they can get in on. Yeah, the, but don't worry, we don't, giveaway. we don't have to do the eclipse one, right? We could just do, we could just no, do, no, we, we could do a do, cheeky. We have, we have to do the eclipse one. No, I no, that's I, the we first will. One we should give away. <laughs> oh, no, no, we cut that. no one will be bothered about the rest. I think that's. I think. I think of all of them, if we didn't give that one away, I there'd think be that questions. Would be the greatest, asked, right? the greatest tragedy. No, um, I that's, still. That's, think we should rate it down to the tier list and i don't know about you but i think there is a well, tier to the list other is, i am a push the point patron so there's a chance that I could your, your second map um <laughs> I it, just, course, it just it uh, might it, it might be it re-rolled i would <laughs> no, of course re-roll so just before we move on from the patron bit i would like to give a shout out to one of our patrons um who amazingly came and found me at the pro tour in new jersey uh and appeared out of nowhere with a cooler, like a freezer bag full of four cans of beer from his local brewery. So wow. Good. Um, so thank you, Mike Popovich. Uh, you you made our whole day. And mm, Trip and mine. I... No, you weren't there. <laughs> um, Trip and I enjoyed those four beers with friends while drafting Arcane Rising uh, on yeah, Sunday night nice. after the nice. whole event had finished. Um, it was so good. It was just a dream. Quite a surreal draft where I was playing against Kieran from Session Blood with Matt Rogers standing over my shoulder. Yeah. Wow. Play, look, which is so, probably the most stressful game of Flesh and Blood I've ever played. And most enjoyable on, game of Flesh and Blood. The look on Trip's face. Did you win? Absolutely yeah, priceless. I did. <laughs> um, the look on Trip's face was absolutely priceless. He, he looked. Like he was about to self-combust at times. Like the I, I felt like I was in the final of the oh. Pro Tour. <laughs> the thought process there was incredible. Yeah. So uh, we, I can imagine we're going to be um, unpacking, detoxing, unwinding your awesome day at Pro Tour. So yeah. uh, it's going to be very much, uh, I'm just going to be sitting back and and, and going, yeah, sir. Yeah, I'm not jealous. Know, Hamish, you, you had a pretty, uh, you had a pretty good day at a ProQuest in back here in the UK. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I went. Uh, we'll, 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 we'll get, we go in. Yeah, we'll talk about it. I'll, t- we'll I'll, I'll, I'll brief it down a bit, and then we can just unpack with everything else, really, because uh, all your time was clearly. I mean, 
I wasn't well, of jealous. Of course, what we what we did was was better in every way. But there was still value to your experience. Your, ex- your, like, your existence is still valid, Hayley. Yeah, important oh. to us. Thanks, thanks a bunch. To be fair, no, to credit where credit's due, you did get while we were away. You did get um, the interview. Oh, I was, I was sorted. Very busy week that was, but anyway, anyway, we normally. What's our home news? Home news. We always got to do a bit of home news. What's uh? I mean, you you guys went away. How was everything when you got back? Did people were you missed? Were you, did they have a list of jobs? What what was what? Uh, yeah, the oh. kids the kids actually did actually miss me, and I got big hugs when I got back. Ah, oh, why? Mm. <laughs> no, she she also missed me. So <laughs> I'm she sure missed she missed. I bet, I'm well. sure she did. <laughs> Welcome home. You have yeah. got here are two stacks. kids. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going out. Bye. Here are all the jobs to do. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think Kate missed me. Did Did you miss me, Kate? Yeah, she says yes. Oh, <laughs> she said she was also busy, which means no, she didn't notice I was gone. <laughs> awesome, man. Um, what was my home news? Uh, I feel like a lot of stuff did happen, but apart from that, I have run out of bird feed and I'm struggling. That's about it. Wow. Really? Yeah. Well, you for bird feed. Well, no, wow. I, well, I haven't took up your advice about the fat balls, so, you know. I'm... Yeah, why not? No, I just haven't. Fat balls are the way forward, man. I know. That's what the birds want. Well, they don't want, again, they don't want mine. It's <laughs> the gift that keeps. Didn't even register that. the gift that keeps on giving. You know when you're ashamed of yourself. I'm not. (laughs) Trip's got the fat balls that birds want. London fat balls, mate. Tasty. That's right. Swiftly on. I hear. I hear that Hamish might actually have a beer that's worth talking about. Oh, Hamish, what are you drinking tonight? Okay, so. Um, we had my family round, and um, they brought a variety of different beers, not for for anyone in particular. So I've got a Brewdog Nitro Jet. Oh, Black. that's a really good actually. It's a stout, and I don't really like stout, but it's got vanilla and oatmeal in it. So I'm like, well, that Jet Black Heart is a very tasty stout. Right. Well, I'll take. Well, we'll see. I've got yeah. a back. I've got a backup Fosters. You know, because, <laughs> because um, oh, you're killing me. I, I, that's that. I'm sorry. So I'm not. I've got one I quality. You just you've taken a step up, and then in one foul swoop, it's just. <laughs> I just. It's a left. It's a left. A left and a right, mate. You know, you've got to keep them guessing. What about you? I, what are you drinking, Simon? I am living vicariously through you tonight, Henry. So. Please try and enjoy the stout because mm. <laughs> you you've moved away. Oh, what have you? Please tell me that's not water. I'm I'm on call for work, so oh, I could, you could have had I a beer disappear. light. I didn't you have can't. any. In. Yeah, I can't really have beer you anyway. You, you can't disappear I could have either. Had, I could have had you it. might as well oh, have had a I beer. I might have to. Oh god, um, <laughs> it's <a> magic. <laughs> it's magic. Um, <laughs> You just have an empty chair. Yeah, maybe exactly. bring bring your wife in see if she wants to be on stream. <laughs> She's not taken to it as well as Faye and Kate. To be fair, so. no, well, she doesn't Faye, like the publicity. You, you just see Faye rocking up in a spotty dressing gown, or I, craw- I was going to say crawling on the dressing floor. gown. <laughs> what about you, Trip? Were you wild card trip? The most famous man. In yeah, America. Well, I wanted to celebrate <laughs> um, 
They wanted to celebrate the uh, the Spanish Spanish oh winner God. of the Pro Tour, right? So I uh, the only Spanish beer I could find was San Miguel, San and then Miguel. I oh, that's, that's and then I googled it, and apparently it's from the Philippines originally, but oh. it's now come Spanish from Spain, and this particular can was brewed in <laughs> Northampton. So, <laughs> so, so, so like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, in the big, you know, the one. Oh my God! <laughs> but it, it's the thought that. <laughs> It's been brewed in the. It's probably yeah. brewed in the. It's it's it's, it's probably brewed in the Carlsberg. Thing. Yeah, it is. It's yeah. it's brewed it and canned by UK Carlsberg Limited. Now you know. Now I you do know. like that factory though. It looks cool. Anyway, but, are you uh, joking? It's hideous. Oh wow! It's got a very. It's got a very Fallout new vibe. It's Northampton. I reckon in a post-apocalyptic world, this would be a, a great place to hang out. <laughs> Exactly. It'll probably give Fallout you Northampton credit. Yeah, Fallout. Fallout North, the latest release. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, cheers, cheers, guys. Uh, cheers. All right. Okay. Time to cheers. sip. Smells. Smells. It looks like a can of milkshake. No, you have to pour it into a glass. It's got like a widget in it. What? It's got a nitro widget in it. It. You need to pour it into a glass so you get the the Guinness like head on it. You don't know what you're doing, do you, mate? Oh, oh man. All right. <laughs> Simon, tell the audience what they need. While I, I swear glass. this happens a lot recently where oh. for some reason Hamish has to leave because he's fucked something <laughs> up. And, uh, and we use the time for Simon to tell us what's going on at the time of what's going right. on. <laughs> so, uh, Trip and I are going to regale you with stories from the Pro Tour. Yeah. Uh, then we'll have a bit of a Q&A session slash interview depending on, um, depending on where and when you are listening. Ooh. And then we're going to finish off with a look how the ProQuest 2 season has been going and how it might look going forward. Also known as Welcome back, Hamish. ProQuest Season 1 but again, but we'll get to that later. Welcome back, Hamish. Do you have, um, to, do you have to tip it like this? Or well, not the like glass. Well, yeah, the glass, but pour, yeah, you, do you yeah, have pour the can. 45 yeah, okay. degree. Yeah, yeah, I think you can just turn it up ways and the thing will do the job for you. Do it on camera. Come on, show the people. Alright, okay. It's just turn it right up. Just the can. Just go pour it all in all at once. It's not very really frothy, is it? There we go. Job's done. Yeah. I've there you go. Not the most exciting thing I've ever seen in my life, but uh, it'll do. It just looks like a can of Coke, but... Looks good, though. It does look good. It looks tasty. Chunks will be happy. The spiritual stout drinker of the Push the Point podcast. Um, um, yeah. You're not a fan, are you? <laughs> so, look at right. that face. It's... um. You know when you're at a, you know, you know when you're at a beer festival, and you're like, oh, I guess this will do. <laughs> you you realise you you should have got a half. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I've got to, I guess I've got to finish this, and you'll end up more drunk because of it. It makes the next one taste better though. That's uh, the, uh, so, silver be, lining. Look at him. He just looks like someone. Well, not enjoying life. Okay, so I want to take you boys, I want to take you back about 10 days, 11 days, uh, to Dan Tripp and my arrival in New Jersey. Yeah. Oh, a th- well, Which is interesting because we did arrive like, on different days. So I was going to say, my arrival in New Jersey yeah. and my uh, meeting up with Tripp in New Jersey and our... Ex- Adventure to the banquet, the Pro Tour banquet on a Thursday night at the Pro Tour. Oh, yeah. 
what were your first impressions when you walked through the conventions at the exposition center for that trip? Yeah, my 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 impressions were it's very dark in here. Um, it was it was quite lit. dark. It was lit by candles. I thought this is a bit of a fire hazard, but I didn't say anything at the time. Uh, and I thought there was a lot of people here, <laughs> and it turned out that there was a lot more people in the uh, you know the following days. But at that point, mm. I was like, "This is a lot of people here to play." Well, not at that point to play, but here to to, to talk about Fab. Um, and my other impressions were is that Simon Denning is an absolute demon when it comes to networking because well, he well, was just <laughs> grabbing people left, right, and center, just like knowing everyone's names or the people we'd interviewed or the people at LSS. We, we, you grabbed James White while he was holding a bag full of sealed uprising. I did. He very quickly, exciting. he was like, I've got to get out of here <laughs> before did I get you, did you get, So James, James, he's like, huh, huh, I, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just sort it. of positioned myself in, in the way of his direction of walking and grabbed well, him and said, Simon, we're from Push the Point. I'm proud yeah. of you, Simon, because I remember you as, I remember this, having no hope that trip was going to do this and oh, yeah. i thought simon was like oh, i don't know oh, i don't know and then i was like yeah just do it just grab him and yeah. you literally just went right that's the brief simon's a, it, so, it, was a, it was a it was like watching a, a master at work i was just there in awe just like i didn't i didn't quite go as far as getting um interviews with everyone but i i just want to shout out people i went and said hello to at the banquet especially um fluke and box mm. james white Alan Hale, you're really not enjoying that, are you, Hamish? No. Um, <laughs> but I'm, ca- I'm going to carry on. You saw Rudy? Saw Rudy, said hello to Rudy. Uh, St. Hung was there. Yeah. Um, uh, Matt DeMarco, we obviously handed over very important cargo that oh, had been yeah. promised by Hamish for UK flake bars. Mm. Uh, Tannen Grace, did he appreciate chat it? with Tannen. He really he did. Very much a, he was so <laughs> yeah, excited. Gen- genuinely, yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> I was so excited. Uh, yeah, Tannen uh, was really lovely to speak to. And yeah, that, the, the list goes on. It was just great. Oh, and, and just, that... just before we move on, Simon, I would like to shout out all the people that I, I talked to at the banquet. Yeah, yeah. I bet you, you say so, that was so, longer. So anyway, Simon, continue. <laughs> no, so there was... Me the, introducing the shout this out, is longer than my um, actual list. The biggest shout out for the, for the banquet and for the rest of the weekend, actually, was uh, to Sasha Markovic. <laughs> who, um, if you've listened to the podcast before, he's Sasha Markovic, <laughs> Sa- he's never been on the podcast. No. Sasha <laughs> used to work for LSS in a sort of business and uh, development and management uh, role. And when the UK community was in its infancy and uh, myself and a couple other people like James uh, were organizing events for the UK community and trying to get things going, Sasha came to me and he came to some of these events and, and encouraged what we were doing. Um, and he gave us the UK community uh, the spoiler. Wow. And um, that was a real show of faith in what we were doing. And it just encouraged us to, to push on. So ha- being able to meet Sasha and then obviously over the coming days to see him absolutely wreck face with a Kano deck that came out of nowhere was awesome. And it, the delight on his face uh, throughout the three days that we were there was 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 brilliant so thank you sasha it was a real pleasure to meet you and um yeah all the best now that you're 
not working for LSS and competing on the Flesh and Blood Pro Tour. Nice. Yeah, I remember. I remember when Sasha came to that early start uh, tournament that you and James organised. Yeah. It was really, it was really amazing because there were some people there yeah. that knew. Because yeah, I think he just won the t- one, one of the ten k call, early callings or something. Yeah, and then started working for LSS. Yeah, and I remember and then... him saying he had to. He was like, I need to drop before the final round because I have to leave yeah. for work. <laughs> yeah, because obviously for him it was like eight a.m. in the morning yeah. <laughs> while we're just chilling in the <laughs> evening in the UK. And it was it was a really great sign of uh, from for me as a new player in the game to be like, well, this company, well, this employee at this company really cares about even the smallest level event, which really was what it was. It was the one of the tiny tiny event in the uk with a few international people at it and it was a really good sign for the game so i completely agree with what simon said yeah fantastic nice well and then uh the banquet itself there was loads of food actually i wasn't expecting there to be an endless stream of food and drink but it just kept going it was really awesome capped off by you've probably seen the videos already capped off by a q a from james white and there was some really interesting tidbits of information there um definitely looking forward to worlds somewhere in the united states wherever that might be later on in the year hamish so struggling oh no i'm trying to think um, which is worth listening to this amazing time you've had or drinking this shit right hamish both quite bitter is the stout is the stout worse or better than the comfortizer oh it's way worse (laughs) it's so shit this is crap I, this is like drinking coffee for the first time, black, and you're like, eh. Anyway, ignore me. Okay. I'm just comedy value. Carry on for your pro tour. What, what I would say is um, the nerves and excitement and adrenaline on the first morning, Friday morning, the first pairings went out. Everyone was there for sort of 8, 8.30. Sorry, I've missed a step out because... The first thing that day on the Friday morning right. was Trip and I walked in and got in line for the uh, for the registration bit where you go and sign up. And Trip turned to me and said, "Oh look, someone's got a someone's got a heart final map. That surely they can't have that. It's a fake map." Mm. And then we realised that everyone was being given these pro tour specific <laughs> heart of final maps, and our minds just went mental. It was like, yeah. "Oh my god." It was worth this is it insane. just for that. Like, I know it's not like it was just such a surprise. And like my immediate yeah. reaction was like, this can't be real. Yeah. Someone's literally I was like, they're going to get their mat confiscated. Yeah. Because <laughs> like that, that was my first immediate thought map. was it can't be that they're giving these out. Um, and they and they were. And it was just like, this is incredible. This is like just number one, one those... mat that I would want. It's just so cool. Uh, it was just one of those moments where you're like, we had no idea that they were going to give away mats to all the participants. Uh, it was just a once in a lifetime moment. You kind of had to be there, really, though. Yeah, you just kind of had to be there. Um, but, oh, yeah. I realised on the podcast that will sound really arsy because they won't be able to see Hamish being yeah. in the background. <laughs> I'm drinking. Every time they talk about these absolutely goddamn amazing moments, I'm drinking he's just, this stuff like going self punishment yeah this is every time I, yeah he's pretty bitter i'm being yeah carry on this is quite funny <laughs> well as an as another little aside and and in no way compares to the to the mat but the little drinks bo- that less than 
the drinks bottle we got was awesome as well. The flesh and blood branded drinks bottle with an action drink water, stay hydrated, go again on it was just a nice little touch. Yeah. Um, but yeah, as I was saying, that the the adrenaline and the excitement, getting ready for that first round and getting going was oh, it was amazing. First time I've been to an event that size, and I was on a high throughout. Mm. As you may be able to tell from some of the shorts that I did. <laughs> yeah, it was an amazing um, time. And like, um, I mean, I didn't do very well in the Pro Tour. Simon did pretty well day one, made day two. Um, but that meant that I got to play in, in the calling, which was which was really mm. fun. Um, and I also took part in some of the side events, which was really good too. And it, it was just such a good day of like mm. uh, a good weekend. of There was so much stuff for everyone to do, like irrespective of what you came for. There's so many side events. There was so many. There was loads of stalls selling stuff, like decent stuff as well, and so many people to meet and chat to. Like every single game I played, I had such a good chat with the person mm. after the game. Uh, met met people from all over America. Loads of Europeans were there, and um, it was just fantastic. And met a lot of fans of Push the Point as well. So, to to all the people that sort of recognised the hat, uh, which I was wearing the whole time. Just thanks for like saying that you enjoy the podcast and everything. It was really great to get that feedback from people from across mm. the world because we get it occasionally in the UK. Like I'll go to tournaments and people say they like push the point, um, but hearing it from like Americans and Europeans and uh, and from people all across the world, it's kind of crazy that this podcast is like so international. Yeah. Uh, we always say this because we just it, it feels very it's just something very natural that we it's do very humbling <laughs> it's really humbling it's yeah. surreal uh, it's, it's surreal. surreal it's, it's surreal. such a you mix go... of emotions yeah right. there are a lot of global players with push the point dice now by the way yeah oh there's that's, that's, they roll that's well what can we say they roll well, well that's good yeah. simon because um i went when i went to well i'll just a little pause there from the pro tour thing while you guys were having a fantastic time i went to a pro quest over in uh dudley which is called WNW Gaming. I probably got that wrong. Anyway, the best bit about that was that um, you guys weren't there when you, the UK Games Expo was on last year, but there was a dad and a son. And I think I mentioned this last time in some podcast, I don't know what episode, but there they are. The guys that I shown how to play the game at UK Games Expo last year is here at the ProQuest. And I was like, oh my god and they were like oh you 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 showed us how to play this game and i was like jesus you're still here playing i must have done a, he's like, yeah we love this game it's so good and then they said awesome. um, that we listened to a, good, a couple of good podcasts says one i was like all right and he was like yeah there's one of my ones that we really enjoy is push the point they're really cool and i was like that's mad because now like it's you and i was like that's me. <laughs> It's you. And that's me. And I went, have some dice. Yeah. <laughs> and so I said, they're men of, are men of charging, but I don't care. Have them. No, it's the I, was giving, I was giving them away yeah. now at this point. Like Simon's like, going to be, you need to sell these. I'm like, oh, no, man. we were giving them away. Yeah. You can't, I think it's better to give them away. So yeah, that was, it was sick. It was for me. It was like, I suppose while you guys were, you know, getting all the international fun it was kind of mm. cool for really that i was able to go to somewhere i haven't been to and still sort of see that local sort of thing going on at the same time like flesh and blood was really truly alive that weekend in big events to right down to the you know the local 
ProQuest events that were going on all in one weekend. And it was just, it was hype about what was going on there. It was hype about what was going on in the Pro Tour. It was, it was, it was, it was really cool. I think it was, it was nice to see it, see, sit on this side of the fence, knowing that, you know, I am jealous. Mm. Oh, sorry, I wasn't jealous. Mm. <laughs> I'm not jealous that you guys were there. But it was cool to sort of just capture that whole thing locally and internationally for uh, for our content. So I thought I'd just uh, throw that in there while, while, while I continue to listen to your amazing weekend. Yeah, I think it was just... Um... There's, there's not a, I mean, we could talk about this for hours and we don't want to, to over, over talk about it, but I think my main takeaway from the entire experience was I just feel so, so inspired by the, um, not so like I'm inspired by the game, but really I'm inspired by the, oh, the, commu- the, sorry, communi- <laughs> the community behind this game and like how much people are, are building and creating and being inspired by mm. the flesh and blood creative universe or cinematic universe as it were like the cosplay that we saw and the content creators that are coming out of this game just absolutely amazing and it just really inspired like as soon as i got back from the pro tour i just got stuck into making um some new videos for my channel because it just really i just was like i want to make some stuff again like it it was just Mm -hmm. such an inspiring time uh it, it was also quite intimidating i think i would say from a competitive point of view because mm. the standard is incredibly high and we're starting to see yeah. the level of uh, work and dedication, wow. I think, or, or just skill that you can bring over from other TCGs that's required in order to compete at the very highest levels. Um, and I think that's that was a bit of an eye-opening experience mm. for quite a lot of people, actually, I would say, not just... Um, I, I was quite aware of my particular level, but I think for a lot of people who might have been sort of big fish in their pond it was quite an experience to move up to another level and see wow there's some really talented players at this game and lastly before i hand back over to simon i'm just so happy that a european won the pro tour no, <laughs> i just I, think I, we've, we've always been saying like hamish called it there's a lot of talk in the community about and i don't think this is necessarily fair but maybe europe not being the like primary um demographic for fab and i think a lot of people were dissatisfied by the first european calling being a blitz tournament for example i know a lot of european players weren't super happy about that um and i think you know we don't want to complain because but but ultimately i think that was the best way to show the global flesh and blood community that the european standard is incredibly high and i think we actually won a European one, both the Pro Tour, the Calling, right. and the Battle Hardened. I think the Battle Hardened yeah. as well. So it's really put the onus on um, America and uh, Asia Pacific to compete with the Europeans. So that's I, really exciting. I, I, I completely agree. I think Presto in the chat made a good point. I think this is more the content side of things. You know, you, you, there's lots of names that are coming out from New Zealand and America, and I felt that. You, I, I don't know whether it's even just the the, the the Twitter space. Do you know what I mean? When you just see the names and they're yeah. always they're always the, it, it, you get you get caught in a bit of a echo chamber in a way. But yeah, I was I was over the moon to see you at Europe sort of storm in, and then everyone yeah. wasn't really counting Europe as as a, as a as a as a continent to really to show for faith. I I wouldn't have been shocked if an American won just purely because of the numbers. You know, not numbers 
push through sometimes. But um, in the end, knowing that Euro- the European continent, um, you know, Spain and uh, Poland, you know, particularly, um, took it from the calling and the pro tour. It's it's just, it, it it made the whole yeah. thing so much more interesting. I think it spiced it up a little bit. You know, absolutely. It, it, when you see The Rock not win, you're like, oh god, this match is more memorable because the guy, you know, the the continent he thought was going to take it didn't. So I, I also just want to shout out the Polish uh, team jer- yeah, jersey. Poland, like uh, their outfit was amazing, and I'm was very, it was very it jealous. really cool. It was very cool. They just looked like incredible. So well done to and they had um, they had special frostbite tokens. Oh, uh, yeah. They had three oh, really? had three different three different frostbite tokens made up with different um, pictures on, and they were giving them out. If you played played a team Poland player, you not always, but you often got one. So I came home with two of the three. Um, they're awesome. They're like um, oh, see if I can find one while we talk. Um, but just little things like that. You mentioned numbers, Hamish, and it was obviously on U.S. soil. Of course, I um, mean it was going to be there, but but it did feel like overwhelmingly American in terms of like numbers being there. And when you look at the number of people playing the game, it, the U.S. just outdoes everyone. Well, they so, would. It's, the market's um, insane. It's so for anyone watching on the stream, I have. Uh, two, two frostbite tokens from wow. Team Poland. That's awesome, man! It's 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 very um. Play the game, see the world, visit Poland. That's yeah. <laughs> so they were. Did they, they have a great. partnership um, with the Polish tourist board. Or something? <laughs> <laughs> I'd um, love that. I've never just been while, to Poland. That, I would love to go. No, just I while know, I've babe. got my uh, just while I've got my little special cards out, we did get the chance to pick up an errated Briar Warden of Thorns promo. Uh, uh, which is coming out in the next uh, armory kit. There's no foiling on there. It's just um, a, a double-sided errata token. Wait a minute. Have they changed the border? Uh, no, it is... Uh, because I never... No, I... A lightning and earth border? Yeah, it's always been like that. Yeah, it's... Uh, yeah. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Um, I also want to give a shout-out to Mara from <laughs> Blackwing Art for... Uh, these awesome tokens. What are they for? Uh, Moonchant, cool. Soul Shackle, oh, that's really cool. And, and a Frostbite. Cool. That's, uh, I love su- those. Super nice alt art. So Blackwing Art on Twitter. Yeah. Sorry, Blackwing Studio on Twitter. And then finally, if anyone's aware of Fab TCG Cards, a, 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 an online store in the US, they also did some alt art tokens and the, the were very kind enough to give us a... Uh, playmat which went down very rune well. chant oh i didn't oh, see those no fire. i didn't they're sick i like yeah, them a lot full set of those um so thank you to fab tcg cards they were brilliant i like these um, um i like these fan service stuff that they used to do that yeah. a lot oh, with so um with, with a lot of fancy fight games that I used to play like netrunner and conquest uh l5r and uh game of thrones the community just developed their own little sort of token sets and stuff mm. and that was and it really just helped push the game it was really good really creative i didn't really see a, i know fab's done a bit of it but it's cool to see that that's now starting to probably be pushed out more it probably is it's just something i haven't noticed a lot but yeah it's really cool to see that one one thing i did notice and i should probably <laughs> trip and i noticed this uh when we were whether it was because of, of what was going on in the Pro Tour or um, 
otherwise. What we did notice is when we were playing in the Pro Tour, mm. we had very few people on the Pro Tour side of the competition say hello and like we love the podcast. But what? we noticed that we noticed that Steelfer, our, our friend um, Finbar, was getting a lot of discussion about the, his uh, content on the Pro Tour side. As soon as Trip went to the calling and to the side events, like every player he played against was like, "I love the pro, uh, I love the podcast. You guys are amazing." What is this? And then we're not in insinuating anything. <laughs> in the battle hardened, it was the same, right? So everyone. Was so are you telling me that we are not with that. We're not pro what tour we're, worthy. What we're saying is that we think we are we have by the, the people we, for the we people. We love our audience, and thank you for yeah. saying we such nice honestly. That, and let, let, look, Simon, you say that, and there's a spin on this. So you say, I'm no, not saying, no, I'm no, not, no, no, I'm, I'm just not saying, saying no, it means anything. No, it doesn't. Like, if it does, I think it says a lot. It says, it says a lot. How many people went to the pro tour? How many people went to the calling? And if everyone's right. approaching you about the calling, just, just saying, just saying. <laughs> oh wait, Jason's got it right. Our demographic is casual alcoholics. That's not what Bloody I was hell. saying, but uh, yeah, probably right. <laughs> Put that on the tagline. <laughs> that's that's another set where we're not getting a spoiler thanks to that comment. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> spoiler free. Spoiler podcast, free. Support. Yeah. Spoiler free. Uh, number five. Spoiler free, people. <laughs> right. So just to wrap up the pro tour, I mean, we could go on and on and on and on and on. The, the, everything from the banquet at the beginning to the competition. Imagine going to, to um, imagine going all the way to New Jersey and never winning a game and dropping. I mean, who would do that? What? What? No, no one here what? did that. Didn't, what? Tri- didn't you what? just go O three drop? What? What? I mean, he won game. I he won not. games in the calling. Yeah. I went to the pro tour. You go all the way to the pro tour. You went yeah. all right, and then a face said to me, "This is how's how's this trip is going Pete on?" Hamish jealousy. He never, right. This never... is Pete Hamish jealousy right now because he's just trying to like Dan Trip oh. did his best and turned up and played a deck he absolutely loved. Yeah. And he really enjoyed it. I did and actually, then, and then fun. he, and then he jumped to Starvo the next day. Mm. But that's not the point. The point oh, I enjoyed playing that... Starvo as well. That how many good. games of yeah. how, how many, many games, games of Starvo did you win, Hamish, when you played Starvo that one time at the uh, Quest? <laughs> one uh, beat, beat Rob Catton. Oh, well done. Did you, you? You didn't win. Do very well though, did you? Mm. Did no, you I, I took three? I took Kel McCree's list, yeah, and I actually I won two. <laughs> did games. you Did you have trouble reading the? the cards because it's it's quite tough sometimes when it's like does it say you... ice or oh it... did, wow. you, did you are you are you insinuating oh, wow. my pro quest oh, event that, yesterday you have to reveal them as well that's tough remembering at the start of the turn yeah look stuff. I, I don't know all my colors of the crayons yeah tough, man. <laughs> really harsh really hard oh <laughs> i did Faye did say to me how's trip doing I did not do well. No, he said, yeah, oh, you well, know, I won a I, game. Oh, I did. I I, I did as well as no, I deserved. I was rooting for you, man. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was going for you. I was yeah. going for you. But it, it, come on, man, you can't you can't walk I away from this. I, I feel oh. whenever I feel bad, I just go look at my heart, find on that, and then it all feels. You 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 win, you win. <laughs> but I'm telling you now, um, if I wasn't doing very well, you'd be throwing that straight in there. Look at this guy. <laughs> Yeah, of course I would. Yeah, I know. I must say, finishing finishing seven seven. Like, if you'd have offered that to me before the pro tour started, mm. I would have absolutely bitten your hand off. Um, you didn't even get top one hundred, Simon. So I don't know. Torna- 
I came top third, so it doesn't matter. That's pretty yeah. good. So well, it's, that's not that hard, is it? Tournament it's pretty hard. Yeah. <laughs> is it? And, uh, <laughs> you think every, every time I sort of I every time talk. I sort of felt felt good about where I was sitting, whether it's like three one or six three or seven five, like every time I felt good about it, I just got knocked back down a peg. And the, as Trip said, the level of competition was phenomenal. Um, well, every, nearly it, every well, almost every single person there won a pro quest, yeah. right? Um, I don't know how many people were there on XP. Well, not um, everyone. Nearly, like most people, though, right? Um, um, yeah. yeah, there's a lot of people there on on um, ProQuest wins, and the level of competition was out of this world. But yeah, it, it did tough, sort of it? reinforce over the two days that when Worlds comes around, if I have the opportunity to go, I will be there. Some people got legacy invites, you know. Yeah, XP, right? Yeah, yeah that's, that's what, what I call it—the legacy. The, it wasn't that's what Brenda it. would call it, boomer invite. Yeah, <laughs> boomer, boomer invite. I can't uh, even. I can't uh, even uh, get that. I've been playing longer than Trip. I can't even start. start I can't even claim that. Yeah, you're, <laughs> do you want to do, do some questions from the chat now? Yeah, we uh, should actually. I, otherwise, because... I feel like Hamish is going to devolve into jealous monster green eyes. What? Um, He's going to. <laughs> Right. <laughs> um, we 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 actually have a question that's very relevant to what we're talking about. So should we should we, we do. do some? So anyone in the chat, if you want to ask a question, we'll try and cover it. Um, but I want to cover a question from the real RJ, which is very relevant James. to what we're talking about because it is: yeah. Do you feel that it is that it is okay that Pro Tour will have XP invites again, given that most people who play at the Pro Tour, um, I, I guess that's the the previous Pro Tour will have earned more XP uh, than most can over normal events. So I think there's kind of two questions there. Firstly, do we, mm. how do we feel about XP, having XP invites again? And secondly, do we feel that like, because people are able to get XP at the Pro Tour, they have an unfair advantage over everyone else? Mm. That's a good question. I mean, you've, you've still got to win games to get the XP, mm. right? And winning in that, in that environment is, is a lot harder than, say, skirmishes which give more XP. So... Because the um, Pro Tour and Calling give a higher level of ELO rating, they actually only give 3 XP per win. And the Skirmishes and the Pro Quest and the Battle Hardened give a lower level of ELO rating or none and 6 XP per win. So actually, by grinding your Pro Quests locally and your Skirmishes locally, you stand a better chance of getting in the top 100 for XP. Mm. So I think... What the real question here, though, is: Do we think that having XP as a way to get into the Pro Tour Two is valid? And my answer would be: Right now, I think yes. I think for this year, as a year when Elo rating events have been so scarce for the European uh, players, I think actually having uh, an XP invite system works well. Yeah, I think um, for now, what Simon's saying, this is maybe slightly more controversial, and like maybe and is hundred percent shoot myself in the foot. But I actually think that they shouldn't be using the lifetime XP for Pro Tour um, invites, uh, which is ironic because that's how I got in. Uh, but I think being able to stay at the top of the 90-day XP uh, is actually quite an impressive feat uh, and does require winning a lot of games. While the lifetime one is just, if you've been playing the game for two years solidly, nonstop, then yeah, you're probably going to be up there, right? It's starting to change. Yeah. Like I've noticed it's 
it's shifting a bit. It's harder to stay within the top 100 than harder than it used to be. Um, but I, I, I think the 90 day is probably fine for XP and I would actually be okay with them keeping 90 day alongside ELO. Um, but who knows? I think ultimately ELO is the right move, but it's not the right mm. thing right now. Uh, I don't think that there's always been this thing where we certain territories will have a natural advantage in uh, XP brackets. Like, for example, mm -hmm. for the last Pro Tour, we were really lucky in the UK because we actually had a battle hardened within the qualification of the last Pro Tour, which was really useful uh, for us yeah. qualifying on lifetime XP. Um, but then again, over in America, they have a battle hardened calling every other Monday. So it, it, yeah. it's, uh, it's a tricky one. Um, I've, I've, you know... Hopefully, this is a problem we won't have for too much longer, and we'll be able to shift to Elo. Uh, and I think that will be the fairest thing. Um, yeah. Hamish, do... any last thoughts on that one? No, I kind of um, agree on trip on that, but I do want to sort of state that these pro quests are rated events. So yeah. I'm a little bit like thing me over. Surely the results that you get from these progress events could kind of reflect the the stand-ins on maybe because they, they they do break down the elo in countries as well so they could quite simply say you know the top 10 of each you know you, you've got whatever on that and in i don't i don't know i just feel like if they're going to use the elo rating in proquest they could probably try and find a creative way to implement it in the pro tour rather than sticking with the xp it's mainly for me is that there are a subset of people which is probably not um it's probably not meeting uh lss's um well it's not quota uh standards or or ethos that's the word ethos of going to your local store and playing there's quite a lot of people that can't get to local stores and they play quite a lot like on their kitchen table or in other settings and they still go to events and to to play and so on and so forth i still i think there's those sort of players that don't meet you can't really make anyone overtly happy but xp does um support the person that can't that doesn't have a like much of stuff going on at home where they can just go to two or three armories a week and go to as so many pro this, quests as they can and they're just it's just the XP which is gonna do you can't this compete feeds with into that. um this feeds into another Maybe that's just question me. though. <laughs> another another James has come James Armstrong. What do you guys think about the accelerated event schedule? There seem to be almost too many events to play now. Yeah. Um so obviously Obviously, we've seen ProQuest Season 1, Skirmish Season 4, Pro Tour, ProQuest Season 2. We've got, I think, another Skirmish Season and then and then Road to National Season in July. Um, and then I would have thought we've got, uh, well, Uprising pre-release coming up. Mm -hmm. We've got National Season in, in October, Worlds in November. What What do we think about this? condensed schedule do we think this is sustainable every year do you think people are going to have to pick and choose which events they're going to go to yeah so the, the the main issue with this at the moment is because xp is so valuable everyone feels like they need to play events all the time so like i'm in that position at the moment where i'm like well i, I could get an invite to pro tour 2 if i finish in the top 100 so i'm going to try and play as many events as possible when we move over to elo 
it won't be as much of an issue. You don't need to mm. farm skirmishes if ELO is a thing, which is what you can do at the yeah. moment to secure your Pro Tour invite, which is perfectly fine. It's what, it's what they're there for at the moment. Um, so it's kind of a problem coming out of the XP system where if you want to go to the Pro Tour and you don't think you can win a Pro Quest, you need to play all of these events and you feel like you yeah. should. Now, when that goes away, there hopefully won't be this as much of an incentive for you to play every single event that comes along and that should ease things up um, um and and is there too many events maybe like I'm, I'm i'd rather have too many than too few like all yeah. three of us come from the, the the dark days of fab where there was there was no events no <laughs> um and like i'm very i'm very wary of uh I, i'm very wary of saying we have too much because yeah. i'm 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 ecstatic and i go towards them so i think um, it's i think it's one of those things where if um if they started to put in elo rating stuff like the more events you go to you're kind of also got to weigh up a little bit of like if you just have a bad day uh at, at an event you know it does hit you know you like it's not yeah. you, you know if you went at, if you went to all the progress events and went right i I kind of like three, three most, you know, I had one good day, didn't get to the final, had a really bad day, one other day. And yeah, that really bad day is going to reflect on what that really good day was. So you kind of got to sort yeah. of weigh up what your events are. But whenever it's just experience points allowed, it, it there's no downside. It is, if you've got time and money, you will win. Like more so than one person that just went, I've only got like, for example, me, you know, I've got, I've got things on, and I've got a family. I've got room for like one or two road to nationals or pro quests in me, and that's also depending on lo yeah. locality as well. I don't have time to go to four. You know, if it feels yeah. like if you're not going to four, you're not, you're not going to. You have this feeling, you know, is it going to make any dent or impact? I've got to try and make the most out of these two. But if you had two good days of playing. And your ELO record went with that. Yeah. You kind of just walk away from all this, going, you know, I'm actually really happy with this. You know, I, I, you can't lose what you don't go to. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I think there's, I think there's something a lot to say to that. And I think maybe people will probably look at these events and and feel less bov less FOMO kicks in and more yeah. performance you on your day. You can be a bit more picky. Yeah, yeah. you can be a bit more picky and choose which events you go to rather than trying to go to every single one. Exactly. Yeah, surely, exactly. surely performance is like a good performance should reflect on you as a player. You know, you can have good days and bad yeah. days and so on, but um, we also have the issue at the moment that you can come second in a pro quest and basically walk away with nothing. You know, you get your 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 tunic yeah. sleeves. But because yeah. your e because your elo isn't being used for anything yeah. at the moment, it's like I've just I've got nothing out of this. Well, hopefully next year you go to a pro quest, you come second. Sure, you missed out on the automatic invite, but you might have had a, a, yeah. enough of an elo massive day to, on elo to, yeah. to do it. And then there's the other thing, which is if your elo is good, sometimes it might be best to just not play <laughs> an event because you you might just get absolutely destroyed by random decks from players you've never played before and, and suddenly so you Jack take a has just Jackups has just put that in the chat actually would there be elo decay and obviously we don't know whether there will be an element of decay built into the system but i would imagine if you are not playing that season a certain number of events that season mm. or a, at least a event 
that season, an event that season, sorry, then that might be a factor. I think um, I think because even because you might you might see people protecting their elo. Yeah, I think I think there'll be a thing of where you would probably go, you know, if you didn't show up this season, it might you might get a bit of a Take knock a on it. But yeah. even if you just go, you know what, I've got I've got time from room for one. And then you've got to you're putting all your eggs in that one basket of yeah. if you just have a crap day, you know, it's gonna yeah, it's gonna exactly. it's gonna suck. But you know, but the offer's there. If you put in the work in behind, you know, you can go to all your armories yeah. and you can play. The fact that you're sitting there, you're bothering to play the hell out of this game to show up to this event and try and get a good day. Surely that's you know, you, that shows passion. You know, mm. in different in a different way. You don't have to be the guy that shows up to three armories to show yeah. that you've got passion for the game. I'm not that person because I can't. You know, but I but I've got passion about this game in abundance. You know, and it's just different ways to show it. Um, yeah, totally. I'd like to see um, invite. So this is completely different, but like, I would love to see like LSS invest more in like the community of individuals. So people that contribute to the game outside of like playing it competitively and like inviting a set number of people to events and like giving them entry to things for free like if if they're like yeah. a community champion so if, you know at the moment we have stuff around like giving community champion play mats out and, and stuff I, yeah. i'd love to see them just like put up a couple of folks in like a, a hotel for worlds or pro tour 2 as just like a, we want you to be in the room because you've given so much to flesh yeah. and blood even though you mm. might not be the best player and we're not saying, and this is not saying they should play in the Pro Tour. It's just my experience of just the Pro Tour weekend it. is yeah. it was enriched by all the people who yeah. come to the game um, and, and aren't there to, to to play in the Pro Tour. They're there to mm. cosplay or to to yeah. To, the number of people that were that were accompanying friends or yeah. boyfriends, girlfriends, um, not even playing, just being there was. It was such a boost to the event. It just felt like a big festival. We've said this before about callings and like just about it being like a festival of flesh and blood and that atmosphere yeah. comes from having people that aren't stressed out of their minds trying to win the Pro Tour. Like like everyone I met was super, super nice, but a lot yeah. of people are there to win, right? Like you yeah. know, they got their heads in the Straight in, up. in the tank, right? Like trying to trying to win this thing. And it, it adds a lot a depth to a, a breadth to the to the experience when there's individuals there who 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 should be there because it's about fab but yeah. well we've got another question so oh we, we've got, yeah we've got one no, we've got one more question from jason yeah. um um yeah so what are our thoughts on the current pricing structure for the events and that is not including the pro tour so i assume jason is talking about the current progress season which uh, for the top eight, you are given a box of uh, Findale Spring Chinook sleeves. And for the winner, you get a gold foil and a PTI. Is it one of these? Diddly diddly diddly. Yeah, mm. look at that. No, going, imagine going 5 0 in Swiss and um, um, then losing and in top eight. <laughs> Use your compliments. So, they're really nice sleeves, I've got to say. So, I am not open these that we've until seen, I go to Worlds. These are yeah. my world sleeves. That's what I'm doing. The main change we've seen, though, is instead of having cold foil heroes, we now got um, sleeves. Yeah. And then there is no other. There's no other prizing unless the store itself deems appropriate to to give more prizing. So um, I think can I do a shout out? I, I know that, in that instance. Yeah, yeah, so I'll yeah, do yeah. a shout out. Manuscrew did one yesterday, and their um, prizing was 
um, a cold a booster first edition Crucible of War pack. Uh, first edition. First edition. Mm. You not hear yeah. about this, so. No, yeah, yeah seriously, Mana Screw gave everyone one booster pack of wow. Crucible first edition, and you could take four um, packs from Tales of Aria Monarch and Everfest first edition. Wow. Just for, go, just for going on top of. Did you hear what was open, Hamish? Um, the, did someone get from, a shot? From Crucible? Yeah, someone got no. courage. Cold, cold, oh, cold, cold oh, courage. God. From one pack. I, that is insane. That's where James got his bloody um, cold foil shard, shard from, was Mana yeah. Screw. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where, that's where my friend Mikey got a cold foil... Um, Stormstrider boots from, a, from a draft. Yeah. Yeah. I've also, I've also got two yeah. um, first edition Command and Conquers from that uh, um, sealed event that we first saw. Yeah, and I was like, oh, CNC, woohoo! And now, now it's yeah. first edition. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, that's what they did. And I think you're right, store dependent. Um, what are they going to do? This is what they do. But if it isn't from what LSS is bare skeleton prizing is or basically it's nothing unless you hit top eight are everyone satisfied with the top eight prizes is it as good as the last one um my answer is it's not as good as the last one in my opinion um sleeves are sleeves are disposable by their nature right and then it's nothing it's it's nothing about a box of sleeves that feels valuable I don't know. That's just me. No, I I agree. I agree. Sleeves are not a permanent fixture, no. and actually, to give away to give away a consumable as the only real prize, unless you're going to keep the box sealed, which is not what they're intended for. I guess you could you, make you that could. argument for the cards as well, right? Um, but it's it does feel a bit of a drop. However, I think players are well within their rights to either choose or not choose to go to events depending on pricing if that is their priority. There will be many people that turn up to events just to compete and they're not bothered about any other prize apart from that pro tour invite. So yes, the prizing may have taken a step down, but actually I think people are still attending the events. I think game stores are getting better at giving out boosters along with the prizing for participation. And I'm really excited. I'm going to use this as a segue because there's a big weekend coming up next weekend and I'm really excited to go to the two events, the ProQuest 2 Season 2 events I'm going to next weekend, which is EHG Gaming in, in York and Living Realms in Castleford. Good old Living many Realms. People, exactly. I know many people are doing that as a double header because it's a Saturday for York and a Sunday for Castleford. They're very close together, and both of those are giving out extra prizes for um, a participation and for the top eight. Um I think EHG are even doing things like having um, bounties on people. So there will be players in the field who are known within the community that if you beat that player, you get a booster pack automatically. Now that is automatically very cool. Like that is cool. Uh, That is so cool. I I love that. Um, And you can even... You could, you'd even just see the store would just go. Here's your bounty. This yeah. is your bounty yeah. picks for the day. For the day. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Beat them. You so go. So it's going to be really oh, cool. That's sick, man. I love that. And then I know that Living Realms are putting up 
a thousand pounds in prizing Ooh. across the top eight. Jeez, that's that's really good, man. That is really cool. So I think there are um, players can make their own decisions on where they go. What I would say is support your local game stores because without them, you don't have access to local armories. You don't have access to product. Just make the right decisions. Go and play at your locals. Make bigger journeys for the bigger events and enjoy what we have at the moment, which I think is an incredible scene for this amazing game. Mm-hmm. Keep it, Keep it going. Just keep it going. What's your thoughts, Trip? Oh, thank God! I thought I wasn't going to be able to. Oh, Trip, you, you you not being able to come in. Oh, could you, could you see how I've much I wanted to answer? Yeah. I was like, Simon's going to move on. I'm not going to be able to. It's about time we let Simon actually talk. One. Yeah. yeah, we don't normally <laughs> let him talk for too long, but you know, every now and then. Um, so I have a few ideas. <laughs> so I really like. I say I've never played uh, Yu-Gi-Oh, and I never will because the game looks absolutely stupid. Uh, but I like the concept they have in that game, which is they have tournament packs. So they have a specific pack that you get for playing in official tournaments that have reprints and um, like cards in it. So I, I think that's a good idea. So you could print things like as a like a high rarity, you could reprint like Command and Conquer and everyone who plays in the tournament gets like a pack and it's got like three to five cards in it. And it could just be like a high chance of getting a Majestic, something like that. So rather than getting the store to give out product, mm. you get a specific tournament pack with a changing rotation of rare cards in. I think that would be kind of cool. Um, yeah. I don't mind sleeves. I actually prefer sleeves because to me, that's like I'm saving £10 on buying sleeves because I always buy sleeves. So I don't really mind that so much. Kind of glad we've gone off Cold Four Heroes. I'd rather see Cold Four Heroes be more accessible. I think it's dumb that you have to top eight or top four a tournament to get your hero in cold foil i think that should be way more accessible to the like whole community of players because that just feels cool to have your favorite hero in cold foil and i don't think it should be kind of like locked away behind performance of the tournament i really liked it when you got heroes through like like in box toppers that happened in yeah. Welcome oh, to Rave Unlimited and Arcane Unlimited and then it disappeared forever no like, there were co- there were cold foil weapons yeah, that that yeah. yeah Sorry, yeah, that is true. Yeah, stuff no, like that. I, I think that. is fine. I thought that was sick. I, I that was the only way you could get them as well. Yeah, and the last thing I would do is for the top eight cold foil tokens. Like, <laughs> it's so simple. Mm. I love the cold foil copper they gave out. Uh, at yeah, something as the skirmishes. That's so good. The like skirmish. cold foil frostbite, cold foil embodiment of lightning, cold foil rune chance. Like. People would love that cold kind of foil, stuff, and you cold foil spectral shields are going to yeah, go and you don't mental. you don't mind getting a few of those because you always need a, a couple of tokens, right? Like I always try yeah. to bring two of each token in case I lose one. Like that seems like a really simple win for like top eighting a tournament for many people. I yeah. Think, yeah. I, I completely agree on that. I love that idea of the cold foil tokens because I think it's like equipment, isn't it? You know, you you don't you're not shuffling any deck. You might or may not pull mm. it. The fact that you can just go. Wham! You're like, oh, that's shiny. You're like, wow. yeah, yeah. You know, cold for weapons is like, mmm, that I is like really cool. Yeah, I think stuff like that would be really good, and, and like, yeah, like I, I think there's some really interesting ideas that they could do for prizes. I, I don't think they've quite got it yet. I think it also, so I won't talk about this for too long. It really feels to me at the moment that the prizes you get for armories are better than what you get for like pro quests well the auras yeah the, the like the, the comfort auras. auras and the anthology set weapons the mats yeah. are always really really good the mat for 
Pro Tour Pro Quest One was Tri Shot. You know that famously yeah, played card. Like what no, was that all about? No, that was a that was wild. But I still it, think it was kind of wild that the second the runner up never got anything more. Yeah, that, like, the runner up like also a, got Tri Shot. I think. Yeah, exactly. The runner up got yeah. walked away with something. Now the runner up walks away with the same play for play same thing as eighth. It's a really yeah. weird yeah. sort of thing. Just, Bring back, start, keep printing these iconic cards on playmats. Like in skirmish, we had scar for a scar, command and conquer, raise. Oh, command reflex. and conquer! That was these were that such was classic insane. mats that people. I still see people using those mats as like their main mat because they look yeah. so good. And Seems then they so, switched sure. to spring tidings for the last skirmish, which is eh. Mm. And then which sort of a, shot, which a was worse like, version eh. of the fine center mat, really? Yeah, like yeah. um. Br- Pre- reprint these classic Welcome to Wraith and Arcane Rising cards on playmats. People absolutely oh, imagine them, like. imagine seeing Rouse the Ancients yeah, on a playmat. Like that. Something that's a generic, like a, some really well known generic or sync below. You know the generics. Below I think would be are, great. Yeah, yeah. sync below would be sick. Mm. Even like Whisper of the Oracle mat is yes. great actually, and, and I'd love to see them. Just they, they've got such amazing card art from the old game. Like even simple stuff like if you had like a ninja theme set, print something like. I don't know, like hurricane kick, uh, hurricane, whatever it is. Yeah. Oh, the, what's that flood of technique? Not, fl- not what's the what? That's that new one from Everfest with the the guys. Does it break tide? Break, break tide. tide that one is that sick. Was yeah. sick. Yeah, yeah. Or, or even if they just did Channel Mount Heroic as like the the they have done the, that as a map. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's oh, hard to find. Uh, that was channel. They did the uh, maybe maybe they didn't do the channels. No, they did the pul- oh no, they did. No, the, the they channels. did the pulses. They did the channels as well. Oh, okay. Um, but I, I know someone with a channel thunderstep. But basically, well. for pro quests and um, road to nationals, I, I really want to see like <laughs> generic cards on the mats. Like, imagine like you win a pro pro quest one with your favorite prism deck, and then you get given an azalea mat. It, it just doesn't. It just didn't quite click. And I think so. They I, need to I thought fix that up. this. I noticed this at the pro tour, and it just triggered when Hamish said pulverize. Because there were pulverized playmats at Pro Tour. Right. Like you could go to the artist section and they had their art on the playmat. Official on official Fab TCG playmats. Um and there was pulverize, uh, there were the individual characters, so there were old and young Lexi, there was old and young Chain. Oh wow. Um there was the obviously Steve Argyle's section had the Viscerai mat and the Nebula Blade mat, which haven't been released otherwise. And you could get these mats signed for a very reasonable price. And it was a nice little nod to people that had turned up to these events and gone and stood in a queue for the artists. And and I didn't buy a play mat. I've got way too many, but I did get some cards signed. And it was a really lovely experience to just watch and have a chat with the artists. And um, mm. as we found from our interview last week, they've got so much knowledge and so much to give back to the community in terms of their processes and and the passion that they imbue in these cards that I I really hope they continue to get artists along to these big events because it was so, so good. Cool. Well, right. Yeah. We've been going quite a while. No, no, we're, we're, we've hit, we're hitting the hour mark. And um, if you may have noticed as well, um, we may or may not have have an interview coming up in the podcast. We're going to, we're, we're trying to work all that out going forward. Um, but if, if not, I hope you've enjoyed a, a, a an interview free podcast and just heard us ramble maybe maybe, maybe. 
If not, I'll edit it well, out. I very much enjoyed this <laughs> evening, gentlemen. So thank you very much. Yeah, for, it's been a good uh, one. It's been a good chat. And I think it feels like we're in a good spot in the game. We're about to rotate out Starvo. We oh. possibly will rotate out Chain. We've got mm. three, possibly. Not Chain. We say we've got Keep three. Chain. Maybe we've got four. Maybe we've got five new heroes joining in Uprising. Who knows until we get released? It's, it's, it's three. It's been confirmed. It's been no, confirmed it been. that there's three heroes in draft. That doesn't oh, mean that there on, won't be a fourth hero no, no, print. No, no. He the said there's only slot. three heroes in Uprising. I'm pretty sure he said and draft. And if anyone wants no, bonus he said points, only guess three what heroes. I'm going to force in my pre-releases. So, you know. <laughs> uh, but we'll see what happens. But I'm really looking forward to a refreshed meta. Um, I'm really looking forward yeah, to new ninja insane. cards. Um, absolutely. I'm. I, I would just let us know what you're looking forward to in the next coming months in Fab. There's so much stuff coming. You know, classic battles releases on Friday. Lol. Um, and then Lols. we've got uprising and RTN dates have emerged, and there's so much stuff happening. It's mad, but we're going to be covering it here on Push the Point so keep listening and keep following us and we'll keep can't, updated can't wait for what's hot what's not when these oh, spoilers yeah. start showing up man oh, oh. it's going to be so good we get to use the, the jingle, jingle again. <laughs> well yeah I can actually try and find the jingle in. I can actually probably play the jingle the, 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 the chat will know the jingle you, yeah, anyway. right peace out guys peace bye, bye.